I've got some good news for you. Eric Bledsoe is not on tonight's slate. I am Heath Cummings here with Mike McClure. This is the Sportsline DFS podcast. Mike, how tilted were you over Shane Larkin and Eric Bledsoe last night? Oh, that was just ridiculous. Fortunately, I at the last minute, because of some of the Memphis news, I did get off of my Shane Larkin dart throw. Uh, but that was that was that one was more ridiculous to me because we had Terry Rozier, who was questionable all day, highly questionable, didn't go through shoot around, was listed as a 50-50, you know, game time call. Goes in there, plays just fine, and then all of a sudden, no injury report on Shane Larkin, he's out. That, and then the Eric Bledsoe thing, I have no idea. Did he actually get hurt or was he benched? I don't even know. I well, got so frustrated, I just shut the computer. If you'll remember, Eric Bledsoe had an ankle injury from the prior game. I asked you before yesterday's show. In fact, I asked you two things, and you gave me wrong information on both. And I'm oh. only not blaming you because it's the exact information that every other person in America thought was true. When we said Eric Bledsoe's ankle's fine, because Eric Bledsoe said his ankle was fine, it's not a big deal. And then we thought Joel Embiid's going to play his first back-to-back ever because ESPN.com NBA.com and every other news outlet had a story on their website saying Joel Embiid's going to play his first back-to-back ever. And that didn't happen either. No, it did not. Um, fortunately, our good friend Adam Azer was able to cash a 50-50 with Eric Bledsoe, though. Well, that's because the rest of our lineups are hot fire. And they are going to be tonight. And this slate is hot fire. I love it. Nine-game slate. The Blake Griffin trade. Both of these teams, the Clippers and the Pistons, Playing on TNT tonight. So Avery Bradley, Boban, Tobias Harris, Blake Griffin, Willie Reed, Bryce Johnson out for those two teams, whether you want to take them off of the roster of the team they run, off of the roster of the team they're going to be on. They're not there. Clippers and Pistons are where it's at tonight, right? Definitely. There's a lot of good value there. And then it's also at the top with some of the studs on each team. Uh, there's, you definitely are going to have some exposure, especially in my opinion, to the Clippers. Absolutely. Now I'm just going to run through the big news real quick. Then we will get to our must plays. Karis Levert, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, both out for the Nets. Frank Mason, Willie Colley Stein out for the Kings. Also for the Kings, we've got Zebo is doubtful. Garrett Temple, Vince Carter, Costa Kufos, and Scalabissier, and Malachi Richardson, all questionable for the Kings. Basically the entire Kings roster is not even sure if they're going to be able to make it to New Orleans tonight. And since we've started, we've actually got some news there, too. Uh, Malachi Richardson has been ruled out, and Scal is also out. So it looks like they're going to be without Scal, Willie Cauley-Stein, and Zebo. All three of those guys are likely not playing tonight. Um, so I'm just trying to remember who else is on the Kings. There is a guy named Jack Cooley. We've got Papa Giannis, and we've got Costa Kufos. Costa Kufos is the guy that we're going to be talking about later in the show because he is now relevant. Awesome. Chris Paul is questionable for the Rockets. Aaron Gordon out for the Magic. Mason Plumley out for the Nuggets. Rodney Hood out for the Jazz. Trevor Ariza also out for the Rockets. Value is everywhere. And the reason I like this slate so much is I really feel like with all the value available and the fact that we have Anthony Davis at 12500 on FanDuel, Russell Westbrook at the same price, James Harden also over twelve k, LeBron's on the slate. You can play whoever you want. This yeah. is not about, well, this is what fits and this is what fits. No, this is about the skill. 
because there's value everywhere. There's value at every single position. There's a stud at almost every position. Now you've yep. got to make the call, and we're going to help you do that. So let's get started I, I with your must slate. play of the night, Mike. All right. Must play of the night is going to be Lou Williams. I do not mind paying up for Lou Williams. I, you know, if you follow this podcast at all, you know that I'm a big Lou Williams fan in daily fantasy contests. Uh, but I really like this spot for him here, especially with Blake Griffin off the floor. Uh, you know, Lou Williams is going to see very high usage rate so far this season. Uh, with all of the guys out that are out tonight, he's had a 35% usage rate, uh, still scoring well over a fantasy point per minute. Uh, so I think, you know, his floor in this game is 40 fantasy points. His floor is 40 fantasy points. And on FanDuel at 8,900, that is very nice. At DraftKings, what's, what's his price over there? You like him on both sites, I guess, is my first question. I do. I like him on both sites for sure. Uh, I think that he's cheaper on DraftKings, which is nice. Um, I believe he's 82 or 8,300 on DraftKings. Okay, so we're going to lock him into both lineups, FanDuel and DraftKings. I'm actually going with the Clipper as well, and I you might talk me out of this. But the way I'm looking at this situation, Blake Griffin and Willie Reed both dealt to the Pistons. DeAndre Jordan's going to be a stud, obviously, at 7,700. But on FanDuel, you can only play one center, and I'm going to try to play multiple studs tonight, so I'm not quite sold on DeAndre being a must-play. I do think Montrez Harrell is a must-play. At power forward. I, I can't see how he plays less than 30 minutes. Nope. He is, uh, he's locked into every single lineup that I've built so far on both sites. And I highly recommend you guys do the same. Uh, so yeah, get Montrez Harrell in your lineups for sure. Montrez Harrell is 4,100 on FanDuel. Same price on DraftKings. And just, you go through, if you want to make it real easy and just rudimentary evaluation here, you go through his game logs and if he plays 27 minutes, it's 33 fantasy points, 38 fantasy points, 33 fantasy points, 23 fantasy points. He's 4,100. Autoplay, Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell, and we've got a whole lot of money to spend on studs later. Yes, autoplay on both of those guys. I love it. I think it's going to be important to get the stayaways right tonight. Cause they're, and I'm going to handicap you a little bit. I didn't tell okay. you I was going to do this, which makes for really good podcasting. Mm -hmm. But we talked before the show, and I'm going to give two teams that I think are stayaways and see if you have any stayaways that are not on those two teams. Okay. So I know that I probably just took one of your stayaways, but I am staying away from the Denver Nuggets, who playing their third game in four nights, traveling to San Antonio, the second best defensive team in the league. I don't want any Nuggets. I am staying away from the Minnesota Timberwolves playing their fifth game in seven nights traveling to a whole nother country in Canada <laughs> against the Toronto <laughs> Raptors. Do you dispute either of those? And then do you have a stay away that's not on one of those two teams? Uh, I do not dispute those. I think that they're all very good stayaways. And the next stay away, um, just because I, I want to make a little bit of a bold call because there's so many top guys, I'm okay. probably going to stay away from LeBron tonight. Yeah, I, I think I, I am too. I actually made a lineup and I, we won't make it for the purposes of this show because you've got Lou Williams in as your must play and it's impossible to do this with Lou Williams. But I, I was like, could you build a lineup with Westbrook, Harden and Anthony Davis? The answer is yes, you can. And it's not even ridiculous. Like you can put those four, those three over $12,000 into a lineup and have several other players that we're going to talk about that you want to play in your lineup. Yeah, no, you can get, you know, there's very stars and scrubs night. And like we, you know, like we've said, you can get 
whichever studs you want tonight. This is a really fun slate. Okay, I'm just going to ask you real quick, who is your – we've got Davis, we've got Westbrook, we've got Harden, you're staying away from LeBron. Who is your guess or bet for the top play of the night? Oh, for sure, Anthony Davis. Uh, I know that there's obviously risk doing that because he could get hurt, but we have a very large sample size here of Anthony Davis, uh, in my opinion. He's played 409 minutes without DeMarcus Cousins this season with a usage rate of 33%. And he's scoring 1.74 FanDuel points per minute. Uh, if you pull out your calculator, do the, you know, give him 38 minutes, maybe 40, which is what he's going to play here in this game, and multiply that times 1.74. And that is what he's averaging over a sample size of 409 minutes. Um, so yeah, give me Anthony Davis for the top overall score. The only dispute I would have with that is that Russell Westbrook is the same price. He just put up 72.8 FanDuel points on Philadelphia, and he's had a minimum of 62.2 in four of his last five games. Yeah, the one no, it's thing really we, close. Yes, it's really close. The one thing I, I also we didn't mention in the big news that's involved in that game is no John Wall. No right. John Wall for the next six weeks. Yes, yeah, six weeks. Uh, it's having a little knee surgery tomorrow. So there's definitely a little more blowout potential in this game, but it will also make Bradley Beal just a little bit more interesting. Let's just jump into the games on the Sportsline odds page. The Orlando Magic at the Houston Rockets. The Rockets without Ariza, maybe without Chris Paul. Still 12.5-point favorites, which kind of makes me think that Chris Paul might be playing. At 222.5 over-under. This is obviously not a game you're completely avoiding, but I don't feel like I'm as excited about it as I should be for a 222 over-under. Yeah, no, then a lot of it is just because of the very isolated value spots that we have. Um, I think it's a good tournament game. I think it's going to go overlooked. Uh, for instance, you just mentioned Chris Paul. If he does happen to play, nobody's going to play him. So I think right. he's an okay tournament play. Uh, I tend to think that he might sit only because there's no reason to play him. Uh, I think that point spread that you're seeing there is more an indicator that the you know odds makers are really respecting the value that Aaron Gordon brings to the Magic, knowing that Vucevic is already out. So I think that the Magic really take a big hit. Um, but there are some good value plays in this game um, on both sides. One of them for me is Eric Gordon. Yes. Uh, it might be tough to get him in at shooting guard. I think it's more of a DraftKings play than a FanDuel play for me, uh, just because I, I like some shooting guards there. But if Chris Paul sits, I think Eric Gordon is in a, a very, very good spot here tonight. And he is much higher priced on DraftKings, 6,300, just 5,400 on FanDuel. So I'd rather play him on FanDuel, but you're right. We've already locked Lou Williams into our lineup. There are some value plays at shooting guard. Oh yeah. And there's James Harden at 12,100. If Harden, if Chris Paul is out of this game with yeah. Harden matched up against Orlando, would you play him over either Westbrook or Davis? Uh, not over Davis. I won't play. I, I'm not playing any top tier stud over Davis tonight. Uh, so okay. D- Davis is cl- the clear number one for me, j- really because of the position, especially. Um, I-, I would play Harden over Westbrook, though. Okay. And there is a name that I want to throw out there that uh, I'm going to guess a-, a large majority of people are not going to recognize this name. Kim Birch. And that's not K-I-M. It's K-H-E-M. Plays yep. uh, forward for the Magic. This guy has been hyper-efficient over his last five games. He's played somewhere between 13 and 19 minutes in five games straight, but he has a fantasy outputs of 34.5 fantasy points, 27.5. 
He will be playing a lot off the bench because Aaron Gordon is out. I know there's a lot of value at power forward tonight. One of our must plays is a value power forward. Do you have any interest in Birch as a tournament play? Oh, absolutely. He is the number one pivot away from Montrez Harrell tonight. Uh, number know, one I, pivot. I, yes, he definitely is. Uh, Montrez Harrell, I can confidently say he will have a minimum of 30 to 40% ownership on both sides tonight. Oh uh, yeah, it might be higher than that. Yeah, I mean, in, in cash games, like if you're, you know, Adam places, uh, 50 fifties, I bet you're going to see something like 70% ownership in those on Montrose Harrell tonight. Well, and it's going to be not just 70% on Harrell, but it's going to be a 70% of people combining Anthony Davis and Harrell, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I, I do think that Birch is the number one pivot away from Harrell tonight, just knowing that he's in that similar price range and, uh, at, at that position. So. Is this another one of those nights where at approximately 8.45 p.m. we're going to get Anthony Davis trending on Twitter because of DS players tilting? Uh, there's a very, there's still a good possibility of that. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's anybody... unfortunately a risk. It's a, like a legitimate concern every time he takes the floor. Yep. Is there anybody else in the Orlando Houston game you're interested in? Uh, Mario Hazonia, I think that he is going to play a few extra minutes with Aaron Gordon out. I think that he's someone that could get it going against this Rockets team that's going to be without Trevor Ariza, kind of pestering him and bothering him out there. So I think he's an interesting tournament play. Okay, okay. Let's just move on then. Oklahoma City at Washington, a 218.5 over under last I saw. Thunder favored by two and a half. We talked about Westbrook at 12.5. You, d- you like Davis more than him, but I assume you're going to have some lineups with both Westbrook and Davis. Um, maybe I don't, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. Uh, I wanted to tell you that I wanted to fade Russell Westbrook, but that usually just isn't a smart decision because he's, his floor is st- like, you know, a bad Russell Westbrook game tonight's probably 56. Like that, that's a, that, that's his floor. <laughs> so well, and that, I don't that, feel like, like every position is deep tonight because of all the value that's available. But we've got the Chris Paul situation. We've got Steph Curry's going to play, but he's not in great physical condition, and he's playing at Utah. We've got John Wall out. I I don't feel like point guard is as deep as it usually is tonight. Yeah, it's not particularly deep. For me, it's going to be highly concentrated on two players. Uh, okay. But one of them is in this game. Tim Frazier is the guy that I will be looking at. Uh, he's the guy that's probably going to make or break my night because I don't think he's going to be terribly popular. Right. But I, I think that, uh, you know, especially on FanDuel at 5,500, I think that, you know, he's probably a little more expensive than people would like to pay up for. Uh, but I like Tim Frazier. My night is going to, uh, to kind of depend on Tim Frazier tonight. How does that feel, Mike? Uh, it feels about as good as you would expect it to feel. <laughs> now, just to clarify, Tomas Sadoransky, which I just nailed that name, will start at point guard for the Washington Wizards. Yes. But in the first game without Wall, we did see Tim Frazier play 27 minutes. Sadoransky just played 21. We expect Frazier to play a little bit more, and Frazier, frankly, does more things. Yeah, Frazier's just a more... Exciting player. He's a more, he's, you know, he's the better player. He's just more talented. Um, I actually kind of like that he's not starting. I, I don't want him out there picking up early fouls against Russell Westbrook. Right. Uh, so I, I think that, uh, I, I like Frazier a lot more here in this spot and I certainly don't mind paying up for him even though he's the bench player. Now we see Bradley Beal's usage goes bananas when John Wall is not on the floor. Yeah. The first game without Wall, he 
wasn't great, but his last game against OKC, he had 66.9 FanDuel points. How interested are you in Wall, and is he a good pivot off of Lou Williams? Uh, I think he's a decent pivot off of Lou Williams. I think that he's going to be more popular. Uh, really? So Bradley Beal's, yeah, I, I kind of do because of the price point. Uh, just you, you save a thousand dollars. That's true. And another guy that we haven't mentioned yet that we're going to get to is Drew Holiday, uh, who's in that price range and, and is going to, you know, all three of these guys have very similar numbers in terms of usage and efficiency here. Uh, so I think Beal's going to be more popular than we think just because you get to save that thousand dollars compared to Lou Williams. Uh, out of all three of those guys, I think Beal is the one that I'm the lowest on, uh, okay. which is exciting for me because he's the cheapest, which means the public is probably going to flock there. Right. Uh, but I'm generally not, you know, I, I think that this is a lot of pressure on Bradley Beal. Uh, I look for Tim Frazier to take some scoring load, which is why I'll be pivoting, you know, really to Tim Frazier. Uh, I'm not fading Beal, but I'm not locking him in. Okay, that's fair. Um, I do think it's interesting against OKC because people are going to look at the defensive ratings and they're going to see that Oklahoma City has been pretty good against guards and against wings. Well, a lot of that's because of Andre Roberson, who's not on the team any longer. So I, I don't really think it's a bad matchup at all for Beal. Good opportunity. It's just there's too many good plays tonight. and You've got to take a stand and you've got to choose the guys that you, that you like more. I don't know that I necessarily disagree with you. I, I'm not a huge fan of Beal in this spot. We don't have any interest in Paul George or Mello, do we? Uh, no interest in George or Mello. I have a slight interest in Otto Porter. Okay. Um, I He's just a play that I think is going to go overlooked because of the price point on this slate. Uh, but I think he does represent relatively high floor. And, you know, there's a little upside. You know, it might be his best game of the season. He might put up 45, 50 fantasy points. Um, so I don't hate... Auto Porter. I think that he's someone that. Okay. I think you could look at him. Minnesota's at Toronto. We've already told you we're staying away from Minnesota. It's a 218 over under though. Toronto's a six, six point favorite. So there's a lot of points to be had there for the Raptors. Is there anybody on the Raptors that you're interested in? Uh, I mean, I think you could look at DeMar DeRozan. He's going to be a fine tournament play only because. Right. Well, actually, no, let's scratch that. Okay. In normal situation, he would be a fine tournament play, but. The upside does not exist. I, I misspoke there. <laughs> There's no way that he's actually going to return enough value to, you know, th- the probability of Lou Williams, Drew Holiday, and Bradley Beal all busting and right. DeMar DeRozan scoring well against Jimmy Butler is, is virtually zero. So, you know, I, I'd like to think that DeRozan's an okay tournament play, but it, it's really not. I, it's not worth it tonight. Fade Minnesota at Toronto. Let's get to a good game. The Cleveland Cavaliers, six-point favorites over Detroit. I am not Sportsline. I do not give gambling advice. You should not put your bankroll in gambling. On my advice, I do not understand how the Cavs don't win this game by 20. Well, they're just really poor defensively. Uh, so I know that they're going to let the Pistons hang around in this game. But okay. the Pistons are lacking a lot of uh, offensive firepower here uh, in this game. So Yeah, they've, they've got... From what I understand, Ish Smith will be their starting point guard. Yep. Um, we should expect Bullock is going to start tonight. Reggie Bullock? Yep. Along with uh, Stanley Johnson? Stanley Johnson should get the start. And then uh, I believe Luke Kennard will play some pretty big minutes now also. And then Anthony Tolliver? He probably will start at power forward. Yes. This is the squad that's going to stay within six points of LeBron James and Isaiah Thomas and Kevin Love. Uh, so, 
you know, what could happen here is we might see one of the Cleveland Cavaliers rest tonight. Yeah. That, that makes more sense to me. Like, um, maybe somebody already knows that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if you, we see a Cleveland Cavalier rest tonight or if it's more of an end game rest where some of them, you know, they only play 23 minutes, 24. Okay. Minutes. Let's go through and just rank the Pistons. My, okay. my two favorite Pistons plays in this game would be Tolliver. And I'm a little leery of him just because of the position and there's so many power forwards. Yep. And then Reggie Bullock. Yeah. For me, it's Reggie Bullock is number one. Uh, no doubt. After that, I think that it's going to be between, oh, probably Ish Smith for me and, uh, I guess Tolliver. Um, really, you know, it seems like a spot where you'd really want to be jumping on this value and taking advantage of it, but it's just not very comfortable. So Reggie Bullock is really the only guy that I, uh, will probably have a good amount of exposure to. Okay. I, and he is a small forward on FanDuel. That makes that easy. On DraftKings, he's 4,700, which is a little expensive, but he's shooting guard and small forward eligible both. Um, I'm not all that interested in Andre Drummond at 10-5. No, I just, I can't get there. And, you know, he's, you know, he's played very well, but, you know, the position is not a position that I'm going to be looking to, uh, to pay up for him there or really anywhere at center. I think that DeAndre Jordan's probably the most expensive center that I'd be playing tonight. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not interested in Drummond. We're largely, largely fading the Cavs. Uh, yeah, I will be fading the Cavs. Uh, okay. I think that, you know, there's obviously upside in tournaments there. If the Pistons can keep this game close and, and those guys play, you know, LeBron does have a ton of upside, but I'm willing to take that risk tonight and, and fade him. Uh, there's no way I'm playing Kevin Love. There's no way I'm playing Isaiah Thomas. So okay. yeah, fade the Cavs. Golden State Warriors, eight and a half point favorites at Utah. Over under of 217, which might be a record for the Utah Jazz. Uh, I don't like this spot at all. I know Utah without Hood, there's some opportunity for Joe Ingles or for Alec Burks or, or whoever. The only person, at least before the show that I was interested in, in would have been Ricky Rubio. And he has really, as of late, overperformed his price. Uh, at least 28 FanDuel points in five of his last six games. He's still priced at 5,100 on FanDuel. And he is in a huge, huge, huge pace-up spot, just 52 on DraftKings. Do you have any interest in Rubio? I do have some interest in Rubio. He's one of the value point guards that I'll be playing tonight in some of my contests. I don't know yet if it'll be cash games or not. Uh, you just kind of have to follow my stuff and go over to Sportsline to really find out at the end because I, I don't know where I'm at yet until we get a little more news. Uh, but I, I do have some interest in Rubio. I have a little interest in Donovan Mitchell, but again, same kind of story to DeRozan. Uh, it's just the usage of those top three guys and opportunity. It's just a rare, rare right. idea for those guys to all bust. So for that and reason, Mitchell's going to have Clay Thompson on him. He, he will, which is why I would normally like him playing up in pace, even though it's a, a tough matchup on paper. It's right. just the problem is the position. You know, if, if he played small forward somehow, uh, I would be way more interested. Anybody else? Anybody on Golden State you're interested in, or are they all no? Just which is pace? weird for me. It's a, it's a fade. Uh, you know. You know, you could play any of them in tournaments, certainly. Uh, right. But for me, it's predominantly a fade. I, I don't, you know, I've got four or five lineups built right now, and I don't think that any of them have any Golden State Warriors or Utah Jazz players. Portland Trailblazers, two and a half point favorites at the Clippers. We had 216.5 over under. Lou Williams is Mike's must play player. Mine is Montrez Harrell. But those aren't the only players you can play from the Clippers. You could play, I, I think, just about 
anyone that puts on a Clippers uniform tonight. Oh yeah, definitely. There are a lot of Clippers players that are in play tonight. Um, obviously, Lou Williams, Montrezl Harrell, the top two for me. Then it's probably DeAndre Jordan. Yes. Yeah, for um, me it is. But I also, I think that, uh, Tyrone Wallace is an interesting play. The problem for me is on FanDuel, he's a shooting guard. And I don't think that I, I, I can possibly fade some of the other shooting guards that I like. It, you know, it just depends there. If I'm doing that, then I'll probably pay up at point guard, uh, if I'm doing a Tyrone Wallace lineup. But I, I do and, think that he's someone you should consider. And we've got a chance that we get Gallinari back for the Clippers yes. tonight, right? And if that happens, that's really going to hurt Wallace. It's really going to hurt Wallace. It's also really going to hurt Wesley Johnson, who is another play. Right. Uh, Gallinari himself, you know, if he comes back, I'll be very interested to see if there's a minute to limit. I would assume or, it's like know. 15, maybe 20. I'm not going to be interested in him. I just don't like what he does to everybody else. Right. Uh, you know, if, if the limit's only like 12 minutes, I, I think I'll still be interested a little bit in some of the other guys. But if it's right. something like 15 to 20, then I think it's enough to completely take me off of those other guys. Okay, let's move on and, uh, to nobody else there. I guess we didn't even mention Portland. And I know what you're going to say. CJ McCollum is another one of those guys that would be a good tournament play tonight at the shooting guard position. But the problem is that the usage for everyone else is so high, you just can't see a situation where they all bust and McCollum outperforms them. I, yeah, I like that. I, uh, okay. I like that explanation. Good. Glad I got that in there. Uh, Brooklyn Nets at the New York Knicks. Knicks five point favorites. We got a 215 over under. <sighs> How do you feel about this game? I mean, there are going to be fantasy points scored. There, you know, <laughs> it's a fast paced game. The problem is I don't know how I can, uh, confidently say where they're going to come from. Uh, the Brooklyn side of things, it's really kind of a mess. Uh, with Karis LeVert and Rondé Hellas Jefferson out, uh, D'Angelo Russell is back, but obviously still on a minutes limit, really hasn't done much since then, since coming back. Uh, I guess Damari Carroll is the guy that I would be interested in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that he's got a pretty high floor. I think that he's someone that if you need, you know, you're building a lineup and you get stuck with 5,500 left on FanDuel for a small forward. I think that he's a very good play and I think he's someone you should, you know, really look at using in that spot. But other than that, I, I don't think that any of these guys are primary plays for me. The one guy that I think will be underowned based on the matchup and based on his potential is Chris Depps. Yes, he 100% is, agree. He's 8,800 on FanDuel, and he's going to spend a majority of the game, I, I would assume, guarded by Quincy Acey, who can't yep. guard him. He's 8,100 nope. on DraftKings. I am going to nominate right now at power forward on the all tournament team, Chris Depps Porzingis. 100% agree. I think he's a great play. I will have at least one lineup with Chris Depps in it tonight, for sure. And, and that's just the lineup where you fade the boogie injury. Yes. Like, and I, I don't want to say that, but it's true. Like, I don't, I'm not hoping that he gets hurt. I'm not predicting he's going to get hurt, but these are the moments where he's 70% owned where it seems to happen. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you should not lock Anthony Davis into every single lineup. Make one lineup without him, please. Just do that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, speaking of that, Sacramento at New Orleans. I love this game. I really... Uh, you, you have to. Yes. Yeah, 215 over under. The Pelicans, eight-point favorites. Anthony Davis is a phenomenal play. Drew Holiday has huge upside, even at 8,500. Uh, we'll see... 
I don't like what they've done with Etwan Moore's price. Like I don't, yeah. I don't, they've overpriced him to try to get you they, to not play him. They've overpriced him and really he doesn't see any real increase in efficiency with DeMarcus Cousins off the floor. Uh, but I do, I do want to mention Drew Holiday. You know, I mentioned Anthony Davis earlier in that large sample size, 1.74 fantasy points per minute on FanDuel. Drew Holiday usage rate 32%, 1.4 FanDuel points per minute in over 343 minutes of playing time without DeMarcus Cousins this season. That makes him one of the best plays on the slate, if not the best play. It was literally a coin flip for me between Drew Holiday and Lou Williams as my must play. We have four, we only have three open spots left on FanDuel because I've locked Drew Holiday into the lineup with Lou Williams at shooting guard. But I, again, I've got an all tournament team nomination and it's none of those shooting guards that are in the same price range. Like Lou Williams, Drew Holiday, I think if you're spending even 7,000 on shooting guard, you play them. Don't play DeRozan. I'm not playing Beal, McCollum, Mitchell, Gary Harris. That's not how I'm going to fade those guys. The way I want to fade those guys is with the Buddy Heald revenge game. Yeah, I like Buddy Heald a lot here. I, you know, we've mentioned that, you know, Sacramento is really banged up. They're, you know, they're resting players. Even Malachi Richardson is out tonight. Uh, Buddy Heald is not going to be very highly owned, and I think he's someone you should strongly consider in tournaments. He was miserable in his last game. I know, did he, did he get hurt or something? He played 19 minutes, uh, I don't did know. not score, but he got no buckets against the Spurs. But that was the Spurs. The Pelicans are one of the worst teams in the NBA in defeating shooting guards. Heald has been regularly playing somewhere between 24 and 28 minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if that's 30 tonight. They don't have enough bodies to keep him off the court. Yeah, no, he's definitely going to play. Um, you know, other so guys I have, that I like to... Can I have Buddy Heald on the all-tournament team? Absolutely. I, yeah, we definitely like Buddy Heald. He's definitely the all-tournament shooting guard. Outstanding. And who who else do you like on the Kings? Are you, is Costa Kufos going to be at your center? Yes, Costa Kufos is likely going to be my center at this point in the day. Uh, he's just, you know, he's got a large sample size. He's another guy that when he gets minutes, he's going to put up a fantasy point a minute. Uh, you know, he might have a little foul risk against Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis isn't going to be working super hard against him when he's using all of his energy offensively. Uh, so I'm not super worried there. He does have real upside. Uh, we saw him put up 40 fantasy points against the Clippers and DeAndre Jordan a couple weeks ago. Uh, and they also like De'Aaron Fox. I think that De'Aaron Fox is uh, in a really good spot. We know how bad Rondo is against defending point guards. Uh, so I like De'Aaron Fox at 5,700. I think he's one of the better plays. No, I agree. I, I like There is some serious blowout risk in this game, but I don't mind that blowout risk when the team that's going to get blown out doesn't have enough players on their bench to field another team. Right. I'm not sure the Kings will tonight. No, no, the Kings are uh, very, very thin tonight. We mentioned all of those guys are out. It's uh, you, you need some Sacramento Kings exposure, uh, definitely. Okay, there's one more game left. I don't think we probably even need to talk about it, but maybe there will be someone that you want to. Denver Nuggets, I've already called them one of my stay-away teams of the day. At San Antonio, 7.5-point spread, 202 over-under. Is it as simple as we're fading this game unless we get a whole bunch of Spurs injury news? Yeah, uh, the only way you're playing in this game is if you get some Spurs resting. Um, and, well, I guess also if you want to, I don't have an issue in one lineup if you want to play LaMarcus Aldridge on a lineup where you're fading Anthony Davis. Okay. I, I don't think there's, you know, the only reason that that's going to work is if Anthony Davis heads to the locker room in the first quarter. So. Yeah, I, I also think DeJounte Murray's 
still a pretty good, like he's got, his price has gone up, but I think he's still a pretty good play at 6,300 on FanDuel. I feel pretty confident in him scoring 30 FanDuel points tonight. Yeah. It's just an exhausted Denver team. Yeah. They're very tired. So let's take a look at, before we get to our FanDuel and DraftKings lineups, let's kind of just take a look at this and just kind of give a breakdown of the players we're playing. And I've got a, a short list I've been keeping here, but at point guard, I've got De'Aaron Fox. I've got Ricky Rubio, and I, I know we haven't decided exactly where we're going to play him, but I think he definitely goes on the short list of, of point guards that I want to have in my lineup tonight. What other point guards are you looking to have exposure to tonight? Uh, I will have exposure to those two you mentioned, uh, Tim Frazier. And oh, yeah, he was your number one. Yeah, I like to. I, I don't think he'll be popular, but I do like him. Um, that's really about it. Okay. I, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Ish Smith, but so I guess what I want you to get from that is I'm looking to kind of save a little cash at the point guard and end up ultimately fading Russell Westbrook in most of the lineups here. Okay. And at shooting guard, we've got Sweet Lou Williams. We've got Drew Holiday. They are going to be the primary shooting guards in most of our lineups. I love Buddy Heald on the all tournament team. What is there another shooting guard that you really want to make sure you get some exposure to? Or is Harden on the list? Um, you can put Harden and Eric Gordon both on the list. Right. Uh, and those are really kind of depending on the status of Chris Paul. Right. Uh, but I, I probably will have a little exposure, especially spread out on, you know, over on DraftKings and stuff with the positional requirements. Uh, so yeah, it's Lou Williams, Drew Holiday, Buddy Heald, James Harden, Eric Gordon. Those are the shooting guards for us tonight. I feel like maybe we've kind of ignored the small forward position a little bit. I know we have Reggie Bullock is going to be in a lot of lineups. Otto Porter is someone that you also like. Damari Carroll, you said, has a nice floor. Yep. There's not, we don't love small forward yet, right? Uh, no. Um, you know, I think that we can, I think we kind of missed a little bit on Stanley Johnson when we were talking about Detroit. Okay. Uh, Stanley Johnson is another guy that I would be interested in pairing with Reggie Bullock. And then I also like uh, Mario Hazonia. Those are the the guys that I'll be interested in for the most part at small forward. Again, kind of like point guard, I'm going to be looking to take the value route there. And at power forward, for the most part, if you want to be chalky, just go Anthony Davis and Montrez Harrell, and you don't have to worry about it. If right. you want to be brave, I like Chris Depps a lot. Yep. We like, uh, man, I said I'm going to introduce you to a new name, and then I go and forget the dude's name. Uh, Kim Birch. Kim Birch. Kim Birch is the, uh, if you want to go away from Montrez Harrell, which do that at your own risk, but things could go poorly for him. He's not some NBA all-star. How about playing Chris Stapps and Kim Birch in the same lineup? I Man, like it. just win all the money. Uh, yep. that's not the conventional way though. To be safe, Anthony Davis, Montrez Harrell. And then at the center position, I know DeAndre Jordan is going to be in a lot of our lineups. I know Costa Kufos is if you want to go cheap. Is it that simple? Yep. For me, it is that simple tonight. Uh, I, you know, unless we, you know, there's going to be some value that probably pops up and, you know, I might include that in my lineup on Sportsline. We'll see. But right now it's looking like Costa Kufos and DeAndre Jordan. Okay. I've got $600 left on our FanDuel lineup, but I've got a FanDuel lineup. Okay. And let's I, hear it. So you can make your correction here. Or we may just let it ride with $600. I know what you're going to want to do, and this might cause an actual argument on the podcast. Ricky Rubio and De'Aaron Fox are our point guards. Okay. The shooting guards are Lou Williams and Drew Holiday. The small forwards are Otto Porter and Reggie Bullock. The power forwards are Anthony Davis and Montrez Harrell. 
and the center is Costa Kufos. I like it. There's six hundred dollars left. Now, this is a cash game lineup, right? Yep. Like there's no question this is a cash game lineup. Yep. You correct me if I'm wrong, would prefer to play Tim Frazier over Ricky Rubio. Uh not necessarily. You know, the one you know, especially in a cash game, I think Rubio's pretty safe, so I, I okay. don't know that I need to change that part of it. Okay, where what would you change then? Or would you? I don't know that I would change anything. I think it's uh, it's very similar to where I'm at right now. I think that, you know, it obviously, again, depends on the injury news that we get. Right. But I think that that is uh, a very strong starting point for tonight's slate. Okay. We're going to get a little crazy on DraftKings. I, I want a right. tournament lineup on DraftKings. That doesn't mean we have to be completely crazy. We're still going to play our two favorite plays of the night, the must plays. Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams. They, th- those guys, to me, are relatively risk-free. And they've got yep. huge upside. I shouldn't say yeah. that out loud. Um, but we're also putting in Chris Stapps and Kim Birch. Okay. We're putting in Buddy Heald. We have 69-33 remaining with a small forward, a guard, and a utility. And I, just in case you were going to ask, you could play Anthony Davis with this lineup and have 4,700 left. You don't have to, though. I think that you should maybe though. I mean, yeah, I think you probably should as well. Yeah. And then I think you put Tim Frazier in there on DraftKings because he's only 4,100. I agree with you. And that gives you 53 for a small forward. 53 for the small forward. And here's a name. I said we're fading Denver. You ask me if this, I'll ask you if this is worth breaking my word earlier in the show. Trey Lyles is going to play a lot of minutes tonight with Mason Plumley already ruled out. He's 5,100 on DraftKings. Yeah, I is like he it. The I best, think it's, is he the best small forward there? I, I certainly do. I certainly do think that he is. Uh, you know, looking even at his game logs, too, he's been very, uh, very good recently. Okay, so the DraftKings lineup, Lou Williams, Buddy Heald, Trey Lyles, Kim Birch, Montrez Harrell, Tim Frazier, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and Anthony Davis. And then on FanDuel, the more traditional cash game lineup, Ricky Rubio, De'Aaron Fox, Lou Williams, Drew Holiday, Reggie Bullock, Otto Porter, Montrez Harrell, Anthony Davis, and Costa Kufos. Finally, we'll finish with our tournament lineup, and it's a tough night to find a tournament lineup, but Tim Frazier is the point guard and the all-tournament team on FanDuel, yep. for sure. For sure. Uh, shooting guard, we've got Buddy Heald. At power yep. forward, we've got Chris Stapps. We need a small forward, and we need a center. Can I... Can I go with Michael Beasley for my small forward? You, I, he's just like the all tournament team is no longer the all tournament team. It's the Michael Beasley team. Right. Okay. And then at the center position, I've got a crazy idea. Okay. That you might just hate, but I'm thinking Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Wolves are definitely in a spot where they've got some tired legs. Uh, we know Carl Anthony Towns isn't the best defender, so yeah, I like Jonas quite a bit here. I think it's a good tournament play. Jonas is the all-tournament play at center, and I love this slate. We're going to make some money. We're going to come back. And the best part is, like, usually when I really like a slate, the next day is a Thursday, or the next day is a Saturday. So I don't have anything to right. look forward to. But tomorrow, we've got a Wednesday slate to look forward to, and it might be even better. So get your Pistons in your lineup. Get your Clippers in your lineup. Go on to iTunes, rate and review the Sportsline DFS podcast, and we'll be back tomorrow.